next Wednesday. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel at 7 p.m. Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Another day, another podcast, because it's what, brother? Twins Day. Tuesday is Twins Day, and here we are again, once again, in Theo Luis's garage. And who are you? My name's Jose. And I'm Angel. Oh, I didn't say that, did I? Uh-huh. Anyway, welcome to another day of uh, Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, where uh, we are podcasting from Theo Luis's garage, but we have fantastic news. Uh-huh. Very, very, very soon, biblically speaking... We are going to be going live once again from Theo Luis's garage. I know. We. I love the fact that we are uh, putting together our station. Yes, you know what? Um, we have. Uh, we've been very blessed with people uh, listening to our podcast and our previous live shows. We've been blessed with the fact that we have sponsors jumping on board with us, mm-hmm. and uh, that's all making it possible for the us to go live. The Scream Shop, Extreme Footwear. Props to you guys. Thanks a lot. Remember, you can catch us on www.twintalkcast.com. And on iTunes, because we're iTwins, you just search Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. <laughs> are, you, are you eating again, brother? Ay, ay, ay. Anyway, you can also, you could also go to um, um, uh, Facebook and follow us on Twin Talk Show. And on Twitter, Twin Talk Show. And uh, you know How what? How easy is that? One more, thing, one more thing on the live tip. We are going to go live on the most powerful internet radio network in the world. Okay. Live 365. Awesome. Look us, look us up. Live365.com. You, you can go there now and just search Twin Talk and you will you will be able to hear our podcast uh, streaming with some a few of our selected tracks that we like, but we're adding content every day. And, uh, and this one will be on there as well. Yes, and we have this In one. In fact, you're probably listening to it right now. <laughs> and you know, live and you know 365. What? This one is going to be a great show, bro, isn't it? Tell them about it. What are we doing? <laughs> See, that's why I tell you not to eat. I, t- I cue you, and you have a mouthful <laughs> of gingerbread or something. I, I, we should have put it on the rundown. After Angel finishes his gingerbread, you can oh toss to him. Oh, my God. That? Let me tell you, dude. That's- Today, bro, we have a good show. You know why? Because it's month of photography, L.A., Los Angeles. Wow, that's great. It's right up my alley, too, because I'm a little bit of a photographer. And, you know, we're not real experts in photography and in, and even in this, what we call what they call MAPLA. So uh, there's a lot of things going on in, in there. So go to the MAPLA.com and find that out. What we like to do is introduce you guys to some really cool chick photographers. And, and you know who we have here in, in honor of that? A really cool chick photographer. Of course, we have rockin' photographer Dory Sabino Lawrence. From IconicCaptureCaptures.com IconicCapturesPhotography.com And she takes awesome pictures. She does. We've seen her on location at awesome shows. The neat thing about 
uh, uh, Dory, other than the fact that she's an awesome individual, is that she's got the in with the up and coming too. Uh-huh. Like the bands that are really hot, that really like if anybody knows who's hot, it's Dory. And you know what too? I think the uh, the 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 rock and rollers know. When uh, Dory's around, they put on the best makeup, eyeliner, and <laughs> <laughs> leather pants. Hey, Dory's coming. Orale. Orale. Hold on a second. Let me do a couple of sit-ups to get my tummy all How's tight. My <laughs> How's my eyeliner? How's my eyeliner? We also have, okay, we have Sarah the Duchess Lakin from www.lakinphotography.com. Uh-huh. She is a nationally published uh, fine art photographer. Yes. And uh, has some really cool stuff. She's uh, had... Uh, been featured in numerous shows here in LA, and we'll we'll get to talk to her later on as well. And and, and you should see one of her one of her series she did on food. Are we going to post? <laughs> it? Are we posting that? Yes, it's already. In fact, iconic capture and um, Lake and photography are already posted on our Facebook. Check them out, and you can check it out while we're talking. You know what? It's because the twins, they know what's up. Yes, we do. And 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 yeah, I say it. <laughs> speaking the third person, we know what's up. I think though, those were like totally blessed because people like people, you know what it like, is. The like, truth, uh, come on, Jose. The truth is, they know a lot of people. Maybe we get some listeners. <laughs> <laughs> and no, and since we're at it, I I want to say hello to any new listeners we have, as well as our. Our a regular listeners. regular listeners. Not that you're regular or normal, because you have to be sort of abnormal to listen to us. But we really appreciate you guys listening, and welcome to all the new listeners that have come on board because of those awesome photographers that are going to be with us. Hopefully, you stick around. Hopefully, that you you know that uh, that you know that you will start to um, catch the twin pyre fever. Twin pyre fever. Yeah. What's up, Jonesy? By the way, Jonesy's in the house. <laughs> With current events, <laughs> we're, we're not a current event. We're not a current, not a current event, event. But you, you just sparked my interest. Uh-huh. Okay, you said you spoke of you guys in the third person. I did. But since he there's did. two of you guys, is that in the fourth person? Oh, you know, I spoke to us. I spoke square. Of us I mean, square yeah, person. squared. Like I was like, oh my gosh, they're not third person. They're that was, squared. That was That's, twin intelligent. Wow, you're there. catching on, baby. <laughs> you're hanging with us. A wonderful twin perspective there, man. Uh, Thank you. Tw- twin normal. <laughs> So that's what's going on in our show. Last week's show, I'm sorry, not last week. We took a little bit of a pause last week. I unfortunately, I, I was out, fortunately actually, I was out of town. Jose's saying he went out of town. I told him I wanted a break. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was out of town. I had to do some uh, some work. I was actually up in uh, up in Palo Alto. I was doing a, a video for Stanford University Medical Center, mm-hmm. which is really cool. It's always cool when you spend a week on a nice campus. The only thing I got to say is that not to diss anyone. It's not like going to UCLA or whatever because. All the chicks there, they're all smarty pants. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I don't know. The what hot chicks are at UCLA. <laughs> but they're all nice people at Stanford. Uh, and you know what? Really nice people at Stanford. I saw one hot chick. But anyways, move on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Not that they want anything to do with me. Go but, on and <laughs> but listen to our last podcast, Emiliano Talks. The community listens. It's really cool. We have the first segment. We had uh, wrestler Will... Uh, Championship wrestler who was in Aaron Aguilera, who was in Japan during that nine point something earthquake. That's pretty awesome. We yeah, had, he was there. He was an actual wrestler doing the tour while he's out there, and he he, he and thirty other three hundred pound wrestlers were stranded on a charter. They bus. resorted to uh, protein drinks and, and uh, cannib- meal bars and cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but also the really neat thing is that well, uh, that show really has some great highlights of um, uh, our coverage of the Autism Speaks Los Angeles car show. custom car show. And that benefits, obviously, the, the, the cause. And it, it's the title of the podcast is Emiliano Speaks, The Community Listens. You guys, check it out and tell me what you think about the Cholo DJ, all right? <laughs> He's but a al- cool cat. But also, for those of you that are listening who may know people that are, have children on the spectrum or your children are in the spectrum, there's also some interviews with some people there uh, that, that uh, about resources for people with uh, within the spectrum. So please, go ahead and check it out on www.twintalkcast.com. And let's move on. And Post on our Facebook. Tell us who, what the name of the little hamster is, and you win something. Oh yeah! So somebody from Turkey comes in, and how are we going to ship it to Turkey? I don't we'll, know. We'll the Starbucks ship? United States Postal Service. Oh, that's ships right. Ships to every country. That's right. Here we go. Just throwing that in there. Yeah, <laughs> they will win a non-human intelligence uh, exclusively given to us as a as a premium. For our listeners. So that you guys can listen to find out who that hamster is. <laughs> okay, so go on. Let's get the shout outs, bro. Shout outs, bro. I want to start off with uh, a shout out to a twin. Right on. Thomas D. Faulkner. Did I speak? Yeah, with a name like Faulkner, he must be kick ass. Yeah, he's a twin. Welcome. Welcome. And I don't have to welcome you to the twindom because you're a twin. Homie. Yeah, you know what? He's part of the twin pyre, whether he likes it or not. Any relation to that. Uh, the guy who won the Peace Nobel Peace Prize, his last name was Faulkner. Yeah, wow. Faulkner, the uh, the uh, uh, James Faulkner. He was uh, a writer. Let us know, Holmes. Yeah, you know what? Um, that's pretty cool if you're yeah. related to him, dude. If you are, and if you're not, you're still cool, Holmes. <laughs> and hey, what's up, Freddie? Ready, Freddie? Happy birthday, Holmes. Josh Cottrell. Hey, hit me up, Holmes. Uh, let's book something. You hey, say, what's up, Josh? Who's Josh? Uh. uh <laughs> One of Dory's friends, I know, because she commented on he commented uh, on her Facebook. So what's up, Holmes? What's up, Pam at Autism Speaks LA Eisenberg? <laughs> Pam is awesome. Thank you so much for being part of our last uh, podcast. And she's uh, the director of Autism Speaks, uh, the Walk Now for Autism yeah. Speaks, where we're going to be at yes. at the end of the month. Please. Please check for updates. We are going to be at the biggest autism event of the year, and it happens at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. 20,000 people show up. On April 23rd. April 23rd. What a great way to spend the Saturday before Easter. There's going to be a lot of booths and stuff, but especially it's going to be the Twin Talk photo booth. So come on down and check out what it's all about. It's pretty awesome. It's not your typical photo booth. You're going to dig it. But also for families that are again uh, have children within the spectrum, uh, there will be resources available and people you can talk to, and a, lo- a bunch of kindred spirits there. There will be a lot of families that have including me. <laughs> More shout out. <laughs> See, that's what you shouldn't eat, bro. Oh, yeah. Laura Flores, hi baby, happy birthday. San San Sandy Vasquez. Um, our, our primos in Michoacán, Mexico, Ángel Martín y Miguel López Duarte. Viva Michigan. Viva Michoacán. Javi and Mama Linda. Scott Meadows from NBC. What up, Scott? Uh, Jane Tipton. What's up, homegirl? What's up, Jane? Um, You're so cool. And Chris Clayson and Fuji Yang. Yana? I, I think they're new listeners. Welcome to Twindom. Please yeah, listen some more. Because our twin pyre is international, man. Inter-freaking-national. Okay. So that's it. And uh, hi, baby. I miss you, Lulu. Where are you? Okay. Where's Lulu? <laughs> I don't know. 
Anyways, back to the show. Now that my brother's done, he's gotten that out of his system. Uh, with us today, of course, we have everyone's favorite up and coming current up and coming up coming. Wait, what is the word I want to say? Current events queen Jones. Hi, hello, baby girl. Hello, hello. What's up, Josie? How you doing? How's your week? Or two weeks? It's been two weeks since it's our last podcast. It's been two weeks. It's been good. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. You didn't get on the commercial. I didn't get on the. Anybody commercial. Anybody want coffee? I don't and, know what the heck's going on with that. And honestly, I had no problem telling the director either. Did you really? I mean, you're in my store. You better believe I'll tell you. Would I you, better be in that commercial. Would you say that? you came out in a commercial? No, I tried to. Uh. I tried real hard. You know what? I think the camera was just right over your head. <laughs> they tried. They tried to get you on it. But <laughs> I'm not laughing. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, didn't no. Notice. I, I tried. We had all these um, artsy people who look like they came from a whole other universe in our store for about a whole week. Well, that's and that's what that's what film and television is all no, the production is about. I know. They were just dressed a little funny they and all, didn't buy anything. So I mean, no. No, leave they, my store. <laughs> they'll live in Silver Lake. Huh. <laughs> and Eagle Rock. You're supposed to buy something. Ask me, hey, can I, where can I find the shovel? So, um, yeah, no, they were there. I didn't get in the commercial, but it's okay. So, what do we got going on? What's with current events? What do we got going on? Oh, my gosh. I've got a slew of things going on. Okay. My favorite story right now. Is it from Texas? <laughs> okay, who's got their phone on? Is that me? That's Not me. I, oh said Crystal gosh. Jones. Oh, go ahead. What's the, what's the current It's not events? from Texas. I kind of wish it was, though. Or Ohio. I mean, I just love to pick on those two states. Today, Chicago is the city. The Windy City? The Windy City is it. Chicago School, um, Little Village Academy Public School, banned kids from bringing lunch from home. What? What? You're not allowed to bring lunch from home. What? Basically. I, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> I have no idea. Chicago? Chicago, Illinois. I got to just listen. What the heck? Basically, in their uh, school districts, you know, rush for nutrition and all this Mm -hmm. madness, they say that the schools can serve better lunches than parents can bring. Obviously, bologna is just processed. Please don't eat bologna. (laughs) That's like, have you ever seen what they put in that stuff? Anyways. um, So, yeah. Basically, you can't bring a brown bag lunch to school anymore. Okay. So, their logic is that. You know, we will serve your kids better than you will. The school will serve every day a serving of whole grains, only reduced fat dressings That's and mayo. That's nutritional terrorism. A different, a exactly. different vegetable daily, it, and annually their lunches will reduce your sodium by 5%. Well, you know what? Here's what I got to say nutritional about Nutritional that. terrorism. That's, that's just, that's socialism, okay? I'll tell you what I got to say about that. The problem with that is this. Sure, a lot of parents... I hate to say, aren't as vigilant with their children's nutrition, and they're willing to send them with the processed foods and the snacks that are really not. Hey, that healthy. superintendent spends a lot of times at dinners and lobbies and shit. I bet. I, I bet you he ain't at home feeding his kids, I, right? You all, know the nanny's hey, like, here, yeah. just eat this and shut up already. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the deal: yeah. this is a free country. You know what? And 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 when the schools start taking control of your kids' nutrition. Guess what else hmm. they're going to take control of? You don't know. Their minds. You know what I did? I used to exactly. Part- it's what? already happened. It's every, it's all that. It's it's all about the mind. When I was my when I was in, uh, my, when my daughters were younger, Jedi mind control. When, when I was <laughs> when I was my daughters were younger, um, I was part of the PTA every year, and I finally just couldn't take it because I wanted to go in there and like you know help make a change, <laughs> you know, and help the curriculum and and, and help raise money for this. And all they, they want to do is have bake sales. No, <laughs> all they. 
Yeah. It's, it's a bunch of unemployed moms. <laughs> yeah. They just oh. get together to gossip about who's you know, doing what with their kids. But here's the deal. But I have to admit, when I've gone to the open house, I've bartered to get that extra cookie for a buck, <laughs> man. Yeah. Shit, I don't care how long you were baking in that. Good. You wanted to but do the that. Problem I had, the last time I went, I walked into a PTA meeting, and it was a, it was about 15 years ago when they were having, here in California, they were having um, the school voucher initiative was up again. For private schools. For, you know, for and private schools and what schools, have yeah. you. And it's been up several times, and that was another time. And I walk in, and they were showing a video that was against it. You know, and I'm like, what's going on here? Is this like a political rally? But I stayed quiet. I Propaganda. stayed quiet. And I was thinking, okay, maybe they'll show the other side because, you know, fair is fair. And they didn't. Mm-hmm. They just showed. And then after the video was done, they, they gave us the whole spiel as to why they shouldn't do it. And I was very upset. So I spoke to the PTA president afterwards and I said to her, listen, um, if you're Poor thing. If you're trying to, I'm a grown man. <laughs> you probably scared. I said her. I'm a grown man. I do my own research. He got the boot, like you said. I that do, was his last meeting. I, <laughs> I do my own research, um, and I make my own decisions when it comes to politics. Uh, I appreciate you giving us information, but you should have done it fairly. And if this is the way you do to adults, I could imagine how you indoctrinate my children. I have a problem with that. Well, if you have a problem with that, then go to the principal. And I did. And she said, well, if you have a problem with that, go to the superintendent. And I did. And if you have a problem with that, did it come down to go to another district? <laughs> I finally said, to hell with you. You don't need my, you're not going to take my, my time and energy from me. I am not going to be party to that. No I'm pun just, intended. I'm just. Communist party. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. You know what? <laughs> Let's go on to the next Okay, so. Basically, my my big problem with this is, first off, my kids eat very healthy. Uh-huh. And my four-year-old asks the teacher when they Your eat lunch. Kids eat my four-year-old yeah. says, All the time. <laughs> my four-year-old says, is this going to make my cholesterol go up? You know, And she's like, no, I don't think so. She's like, well, I need to know because I just got my cholesterol down and I can't take any more you omega-3 have, than I, believe, I already take. You have very... <laughs> I'm not kidding. Very smart. I, believe so, I believe it. I know I mean, your kids. She course. said that. And the teacher was like, does she really have high cholesterol? I said, yeah, she does. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, my kids are pretty health conscious. Yeah, don't take, them, don't take them to Chicago. Cause... No. But this is the one thing I don't get. Lunch is $2.25. Oh, my gosh. So, if you're not it's all about money. broke, which that's, that's I hate to I say it. Say. Like, if you're not broke, that amounts to $45 a week. For a kid to eat lunch. Oh, my gosh. $360 a year, approximately. And their motto is tough love. So either you eat school lunch or you don't eat. This is oh what I was going to... God, that is so freaking wrong. You know what that this is? That's what I was going to say. You hold on, hold is? on. You know what go ahead. That's what I was going to say. I was going to let you go through your spiel. Oh, Dory's really, fanning herself Because it really here. is... It I could really, feel her fanning herself from the green, okay. room, Theo, green room in Theo Luis's garage. It really is not about what political party it's, or what it is about. It's about money. They don't care if your kids are getting fat. Yeah, just they like, just want just that like the war. But it's it is, the same thing. It's all it about is, money. But it is under the guise of the government knows better than you. Yes. And, and, and that's what bothers me because some people believe that propaganda. And you know what? That's called social manufacturing. Yes. And it's you called know what? mind control. If I want to feed my kids Listen to fat, Stephen Marley's mind control. Listen you know what? To that song. It's funny that it's in the freaking Midwest because have you ever been to the Midwest? I mean, there's a lot of chubby kids out there. And the police officers, you ever watch cops? They're not chasing anybody down. They are. (laughs) In a nutshell. No, they are. I'm not calling you fat, but you're just not skinny. I watch cops. They do chase them down, but they're not successful. No. Okay? It's like rolling. You ever listen to the the microphone? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I got a 187. You know. 
Hold on. Hey, Holmes, you don't have to run that fast. Just keep running. You'll outrun him. <laughs> He's going to get tired before you do it. That's good you had them tacos with salsa. Hey. <laughs> Turn off the camera, please. <laughs> But you know that's the Look thing. Look at that guy over there. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, I mean, this this whole thing came on Alabama banned. Um, there's a couple of schools in Alabama. Okay, are we, on, are we on the same topic? Yeah, real okay. quick. They banned drinks. You can't send drinks from home, which is understandable. Parents send sugar, you know, because yeah. you can't send milk yeah, yeah. because they serve ice water. Hey, at least the water has ice in it. Okay? <laughs> New York. At least it has water in it. <laughs> New York. You can't have cupcakes at school. Um, All right, that, that's got to have a story behind schools? it. You know what? I don't want to see any any teachers bringing cakes and sweets to their faculty room for lunches and breaks. That's unfair. That would be completely unfair. But you know what? Schools have gotten to the point now where they ban. You can't even have a kid's birthday party. You can't. No celebrations. No yeah. nothing. It's mm-hmm. like. I know Japan is was beating us in all of the education because mm-hmm. now you know Japan has no education. All my <laughs> prayers are with them. Yes. but you know, you know the Asian countries they're, were they're learning something. They were we beating should, us big time. That we should but be learning. But still, right at now. the same time, you know, they're just like taking away the whole point of being a kid. That's the best thing about school. No, absolutely. They're parties. taking away summer vacation. <laughs> oh, almost, I'm all for dude. that. Really? One month shorter? Yes. Uh, no. Just, no. 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 That's another topic. Okay, but. The next news. Let's talk, okay, let's talk like, about Camisa okay. on the uh, BK okay. Burger. I wish everyone could watch this because Jonesy just did a practically I got so did a excited. flip. On you know why? Because he's seshing. Because remember, we're visiting the Shy Town. Okay, mm-hmm. so well, Little Village Academy Public School is banning lunches from home. In Detroit, Applebee's is serving alcohol to toddlers. Oh, <laughs> I heard about that. Can you believe that? Maybe they're gumming, you know. You put a little tequila on there. <laughs> you mean, you mean tequila? Well, it was a margarita. So it did have tequila in it. I mean, that'd be that much. It was a margarita drink, 15 right? month old. They served him. Mom ordered an apple juice and they served him a margarita. In a sippy cup. And, and she didn't realize it until the kid... How old was a baby? ...fell asleep at the table, which is usually blacked out. You know, when <laughs> I fall asleep after drinking, it's blacking out. What was his blood alcohol level? Um, They don't know. What? what how old was a baby? 15 months, so was just a, a, a year and, and three months. Could you believe that? They they found out when he started hugging he, everybody he fell, and, yeah, saying, exactly. and singing. <laughs> it said that he fell asleep at the table, which, you know, babies this do that. He Detroit? woke up. He started yeah. slurring his words. This is in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, in Detroit. He yeah. woke up and was all in a happy mood and was, like, greeting everybody. Yeah. Like, everybody who walked by, <laughs> all the other tables. And all I could he think He was speaking was the like, truth. Mom, that hair doesn't really go with yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I mean, I was just like, oh, this kid is going to be one of those, I love everybody kids, one day when he's, you know, an adult drinking. He's going go to go to England. I thought it was hilarious. He's going to go to England. Remember that? Those, yeah, where the kids are alcoholics. The alcoholic kid. Oh, my God. Maybe oh, he was... Uh, so what happened? What's Any going on? What's going on in mile eight, brother? That's all I want to know, man. Mile eight or eight mile? Eight mile. That yeah. too. I was like, mile eight? Wait, what? <laughs> no, that's how we say it on the West Coast. <laughs> that's when you're- That ur- would be the right way. That's when you're- they're backwards, yes. that would be the right way, right? <laughs> that's when you're urbanly challenged. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about this one? Maine lawmakers on Wednesday approved the legalizing of switchblades for what? people with one arm. <laughs> Wait, legalization of switchblades for people with one arm? Where? In Maine. <laughs> what? 
basically, it's because they lost their main the arm. The theory behind it is <laughs> it will eliminate a need for one-armed people to be forced to open folding knives with their teeth. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait. So they have switchblades. So now they can carry switchblades. <laughs> well, uh, what if they like doing the whole, you know, the Rambo, whole, the whole Rambo Tarzan thing? Uh, what was that down under guy? The alligator Croc- guy, no, Croc- 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 Crocodile Dundee. Dundee. That guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my man. gosh! Uh, you know what? What do you call? Uh, how do you get a one-armed blonde girl off the tree? You Jose wave, knows that answer. You wave <laughs> goodbye to her. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a man with no arms and no legs on the uh, at the front door? Uh. Matt. <laughs> what do you call a man with no arms and no legs on your wall? What? Art. <laughs> what do you call a man with no arms and no legs and a pile of leaves? Russell. <laughs> All right. We got to move on. Uh, we got time for one more, I think. Joanna. One more. Okay. Well... One of those one-armed people carrying switchblades must have been the new Miss Jill 2011, 19-year-old convicted murder, Rebecca Riasa Suila Gudilarasian. Chamaliqua, Camisa, yeah. Jose Fartis, She's Dominguez. one-armed and she stabbed somebody with No, her basically she um, is the Miss Jill. She killed someone. Miss and it's, Miss, it's, it's prison. You guys didn't know about the prison Miss pageants? Jill? Prison pageants. Miss Jail? Like yeah. J A I L? Like prison pageants. It's not, not Miss Jailbait. Really? Not Miss Jailbait. <laughs> Brazil. What, and so, how do you win? What, what is it you win? It's a beauty I mean, contest. How do you win? It's like it's beauty. The Junior Miss Correctional Facility. Yeah, except they, they, Folsom Prison. They have pageant. a midway in in the cell, and you walk around in bikini, I mean, and you and you talk about how you're going to save the world. No, that's right. I, I guess. It's for scholarships. They were judged. <laughs> <laughs> they all get a free education anyways. I mean, that's true. who needs a scholarship? <laughs> I'm paying for that. Damn it. Um, basically, 12 contestants were judged for beauty, general knowledge, and their good behavior record. First prize <laughs> included $1,000 in cash deposited to their prison bank account. <laughs> oh, my God. This sounds like a good reality show, man. It we got to do this. I know, because it's like pageant moms. Like yeah. Pageant, pageant bitches. <laughs> what? I spit on your grave in the pageant. Remember those exploitation films? Oh, I don't you know, know what you're talking my about. My dad used to love those exploitation films. When, re- when renting videos first came out, my dad would go to the uh-huh. video shop and rent those exploitation films. <laughs> Chicks like and jeans. Hot, hot, hot girls from Mars? <laughs> yeah, just, you know, I spit on your grave, one, two, and three. <laughs> okay, okay. My dad used to watch that. I don't remember that. Okay, go but ahead. Probably, I believe it. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, that's it. That's, um, you know, it, it's it's crazy. And Yeah. Can I be a judge in one of those? But I hear they all look like men there anyway. No, the judges, um, they had, um, in one case, they had like a 15-year-old girl who was in one of the pageants and she was held for a month in a cell with 20 adult men. Oh my gosh. Exactly. I mean, honestly, I don't think it's cool. I'm not down with that. I'm like, you're in jail. You killed someone. And you're not even in like county jail for you got caught for something stupid. You're in prison. Like, What What if you're there for like just, uh, you know, um, a Ponzi scheme? Embezzlement? I, yeah. You're probably a, not going to go out for the prison um, pageant if you're there for embezzlement because you, <laughs> you wear a special Ponzi? jumpsuit and are, are on a special level away from the people who kill people. Mm. You know what a Ponzi scheme is? No, what's a Ponzi? That's on for another show. 
Oh, okay, pues. It's like I a triangle, guess. like a pyramid scheme. I guess. <laughs> okay, we got to go. We got a commercial break, and we're gonna, we'll be right back, right. okay? You, thanks, Jonesy. Thanks Thank for you, having baby. Me. It's good to see you again. Old Talk Radio. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Hey, everybody. We've been looking for the raddest peeps to do business with, and when it comes to shoes, T-shirts, buckles, wallets, and all your cool accessories, the Scream Shop is the place to be. Yeah, brother. The Scream Shop has all the firme brands like Supra, Vans, Converse, Doc Martens, TUK, and Playboy también. And right now, Scream Shop will be giving you a 15% discount if you say twins as the code word. Man, this place has a cool vibe. You got to see one of their locations at Huntington Park, City of Industry, Riverside, and Santa Anita Mall. Hey, tell all your homies and homegirls that, you know, you don't have to be there. You could actually go to www.thescreamshot.com and shop there. And you can <laughs> Facebook them too, brother. <laughs> go to their Facebook they're always posting on there that you're going to dig their stuff. The Scream Shop. Alternative footwear. Yeah, baby. Check them out. Hey, how you doing? What do you guys know about twins? Nothing. Nothing about twins? Sorry, sorry. Do you know, do you know any twins? No. No, sorry. Do you want to know a twin? No, thank you. Two. What are conjoined twins? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be late for work. Three. What do you know about twins? Nothing. Uh, I'm a little busy. Four. Identical twins have matching fingerprints? Uh, I believe so. Same with DNA. Can you name any celebrity twins? How about the girls from all the Devil Mint commercials? If I was to ask you what is a conjoined twin, what would that be? Um, I don't know. A conjoined twin is either... A, a twin with extra joints. B, a twin that joins clubs. Or C, a twin that is physically attached to his twin. It's either C or A. Ashton Kutcher, twin or not? No, but I'm not that I know. He's a twin. Is he? Really? Fraternal. Fraternal. I'm an identical twin. I'm one of the hosts of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Do I look like Jose or Angel? Uh, I'm going to say you look like a Jose. Thank you very much. kind of weird for a guy saying you look like an angel. Scarlett Johansson, twin or not? She doesn't have a twin, does she? She does. Is she uh, identical? No, actually, it's a fraternal twin. His name is Hunter. Oh, damn. Damn. (laughs) Do you have your own... Individuality? Thank you, yes, individuality. Absolutely, we're individual. He's the good-looking one, and I'm the smart one. (laughs) Oh, okay. You think Johnny Depp is sexy? I think he's very sexy. Would you date him if he was a conjoined twin? If he would have me, I probably would. Who do you think would be one of the sexiest men alive to you right now? You could say Jose the twin. Um, I'm a lesbian. That's awesome. <laughs> I am so hardcore lesbian myself. You're identical? Yes, we're identical twins. His name is Angel. Angel, that's a, nice. So if his name is Angel, what do you think my name would be? It could be any A name. I think A names are cool, like Angel and Andre. Or well, my name's Jose. They used to say, "Well, if, if I'm Jose, then he must be Jose B." What do you? <laughs> I think that's it. Unless you want to add something to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Uh, no, that's good. Thank you for your time, man. How about a shout out to my brother Angel? What's up, Angel? Have a good one, buddy. 
And welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Thanks for standing by. You know, the Scream Shop has been uh, uh, an awesome, awesome uh, sponsor of ours. And and as you know, uh, as the commercial breaks say, you go to their stores or log on to www.thescreamshop.com and say the word twin. twin. And you get what, brother? 15% off and let them know the twin sent you because... They're cool like that. Yeah, that's how they that's how they roll. Because that's how they roll, ladies and gentlemen. You know, but you know what? I got I got I got. Now it's time for a segment that that I like to call um, "Cállate cabrón." But let's let's hear it the way it's supposed to be said. Cállate cabrón. <laughs> okay, and, and just because just because I want to emphasize it, we're gonna say we're gonna let homeboy say it again. Say it, homes. Cállate cabrón. That means shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. Here's the issue. Okay, I'm going to go back to this because as a as a as a journalist, okay, I, I've been working in television for 18 years or so, and I've been very blessed to work in this field uh, that long and be and involved in a lot of uh, news events, major news events, whether it's huge, whether it's a, a presidential campaign or a a big disaster or whatever it is. You know, as a video journalist. My job is to go out there and document what's going on as transparently as possible. And sometimes it's a challenge uh-huh. because uh-huh. we're only human. Uh-huh. It's hard to uh, – the challenge is trying to be objective in a situation. Mm-hmm. Okay, This week, this last week, as you know, the government, the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the government was on the verge of shutting down because uh, both parties could not come to an uh, agreement when it comes to the budget. Okay, so it went to the eleventh hour. Both parties. Yeah, you know, because just go to Party World. It's a lot cheaper right there, guys. This <laughs> one down the street. I'll, let, hit me up. I'll tell you where it is. And you know, there's, there's nothing. There's nothing new about that. There's nothing new about that because. You know, they're always disagreeing. Mm-hmm. And it's not the first time this has happened. You know, we've been on the verge of government shutdown all the time. The problem I have with it. It's not a shutdown, man. It's just the news making news. Oh, there's going to be a shutdown. <laughs> oh, Here's the problem with that. That'll this. be good. Eh? Even though I was away for a week in Stanford University Medical Center. I was People at the DMV will have a day off. <laughs> Uh, over Even at I was the away, welfare office, I was out there watching the footage. You know, as as, as I was indoors a lot, where there's a lot of monitors. footage of what of, of what was going on. The, 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 in, the in news, like in the White House, the news footage, the, you know, the political pundits talking on the air, mm-hmm. all the the networks covering it, and what have you. My problem is, and this is in particular with a with a network that starts with an M, mm. ends with a C. I, I don't know. It has an S and N and B in it. Chris, Chris Williams you, you is on should, it. I, I, I'm going cross that. I have no okay, idea what you're watching, talking about. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. M, C, D. Whatever. Let me get to the point. <laughs> the point is this. I was watching it for a good hour. That was two shows, two 30-minute shows, right? Uh-huh. For a good hour, I was watching it. And some of it, I wasn't even listening. What a waste of time. Holmes. Hold on. Some of it, I wasn't even listening because I couldn't listen, but I was watching. And it was the, the, the anchor reporter talking about the impending uh, government shutdown. And, you know, the banner that comes down below that, that says what's going on, a big banner that comes The numbers up. that go across the screen. No, no, that's the crawl, but the banner that kind of announces what they're talking okay. about. That comes up and says, government shutdown or GOP being greedy and, and all kinds of stuff. Stuff, right, uh-huh. just slamming the GOP, 
and, and here's the deal everybody that they had as guests every single one of them if it was my channel hey we get a day off uh, on the banner right the banner right there hey day off <laughs> that's what all the homies were saying hey look if they cut they, hey, my highness gonna government stay shut home. down it's a day off my highness gonna stay home I don't have to uh, here's the deal make every lunch. political pundit that kept coming on was a democrat Every single one. And I kept watching. And I kept watching. And every time they get a new talking head up to, to interview them about what's going on, it was another Democrat. What, and, and what does that have to do with Well, anything? the problem is the Democrats, of course, are saying that the Republicans are being uh, greedy. And the big stickler was Planned Parenthood. The, the Republicans were saying, we are not going to fund the Planned Parenthood and, and what have you. So okay. everybody that was coming on was saying the Republicans hate women. The Republicans, still don't, they want to take pap smears away from women. They want to take whatever. And here's the deal. Fine. Maybe the Republicans are being greedy asses, but give them a chance to go on the air and state their point. Mm-hmm. And they weren't. They weren't. The really? Only, the only thing they were doing was showing, they kept going to sound bites. Sound but they had him in a headlock in the back or what? Speaker, <laughs> Speaker Bader. What do you mean they didn't let him go on? Speaker, I mean, the, on. No, you can't go away. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal. The way it works is that there's a booker. See, I work in this. There's a booker in, in charge of, of call. all they do. In, a booker. A booker. All they do is book interviews. And they have all the numbers they need. They have all the contacts they need to get for, interviews for the networks, for Fox News Channel, for MSNBC. Oh, so the, the, for so the network's contact is booker guy? No, the networks have a booker in their office. There's a there's a, every network has one. Every network has one, okay. and their job is to say when the the news director I says. See. And they were and they were just calling all the Democrats. Yes. And somebody, I brought this up, and somebody said something about, "Hey, what about what about uh, you know what if they didn't want to talk about it? Of course they did. There's always somebody who wants to get on the air and say that speak their point, you know. So my problem with that is that the, the uh, um, you know, MSNBC was being unfair. No, you can't talk on the mic. Eh? They're being unfair, and my point is that they just need to. If they ain't gonna say anything, then don't say anything. So just cállate, cabrón. Cállate, cabrón. You listen. Cállate, cabrón. <laughs> You're listening to. I guess. Be quiet, Holmes. That's what I got to say about that. Okay. Okay. You done with it? I am. Jeez, that was. I don't an easy watch one. the news. You that know, was an so. easy one, dude. I don't know. I mean, I, I, next time it'll be something else. You know, maybe maybe it was their strategy. The the Republicans stand back. You know, because let them talk and talk and talk and look this way to people like you. Look at how silly they look. That's it. So you don't. You know, I. It's. It doesn't. It doesn't. They're. They're all in on it. Okay. The whole conspiracy. One way, yes. Theory. No. The Republicans want to sit back while there's a majority in the house. No. No. They. They all have no, their. There's. There's. They all have their uh, uh, agendas, if you will. Of course. And then you uh, you give some, so you can gain some, and um, the media is is used uh, uh, to kind of keep us in that uh, in in that. How would I put it in that mentality of like, I need to pick one side because they're not being fair or they're not being fair or this cause is important and this cause is important. The bottom line, it's again, separating us, which is what they want. But you know what? Here's because the it's the mitote. There's nothing wrong. If, you, mitote. if you have a, if you, it's nothing wrong with you standing on principle. And if I have a principle, for instance, some people would say that the Republicans are probably don't want to play, uh, fund Planned Parenthood because there's so many abortions coming out of that clinic. You know, I'm glad you brought up principle because short of knowing exactly what the definition is, I think that uh, the of what principle? Yeah, the the I think that. Uh, it, it's a dangerous realm to be 
in standing on principle because uh, principle is something that that us uh, that we Dude, kind you of, gotta, but you got to you got to we got we rationalize it we intellect it's something that it's intellectually no. uh, intellectually how would i put it manifested no but okay what, so it's something that's not necessarily true to one person and to right, another but what, but you, because but, but you it depends on, on principle because what if you don't have principle <clears throat> principles what what do you have you have I to don't, have some kind of moral gauge okay you and know? that i see but principle uh, a principle doesn't necessarily mean a moral gauge it, it means it what somebody well, thinks is a moral gauge that's a good point, but okay. a lot of people have... And, and there's division there. So I think that, you know, I think we should kind of, you know, blemish that principle line and and really just kind of reach where we all are in common. And it's it's something that's... You know what's the root word? Greater than... Because a principle... You, you know what? A principle is something that's very inward it, it goes in I'm, it's but you not just something said a key that word. you give you're it's trying not, to get the you want to get the the, the, the middle mean and what, that's what no. you're talking about no, no, something no, in no. common and that's at the middle point and the middle the, the, the root word for communism is common <laughs> so everyone no. should be even it's something that's uh, that doesn't work we can't we can't no we, we can't intellectualize it you have to just kind of shut your ears your eyes especially your mouth and just you somehow shut your mouth. They tune in with it. Go, hey, go to the mountain and go fast for three days, and you'll know you know what I mean. Oh my God! And anyway, we gotta go. We'll be right back. We have a musical guest coming up. I mean, no, musical a musical break. break. Who is it today? It's love in the thirty-eight. But remember, shots at sunset. Shots at sunset. But when we come back, what do we have, bro? We have uh, a rock and roll photographer Dory Savino Lawrence and fine art photographer Sarah the Duchess Lakin. So stay tuned. Stay tuned, y'all, and listen to love in the thirty-eight. Hug a twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel Tuesdays at seven p.m.
back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Yeah, and that was Shots at Sunset by Love and a 30 freaking 8. Awesome. They kick ass. They were one of our uh, previous shows at the other station. But hopefully we'll have them back some sometime soon. So come on board again, guys. You know, we dig you guys. And you know what? Uh, uh, we are very blessed to have people like awesome bands like Love and 38, uh-huh. and Run Devil Run, and Ishkimili, uh, Ishkimili, the Blue Agave, and Diallo, and people like that join us, and we really appreciate them. And we're going to be putting their music, adding their music to our rotation as well, so you can check them out on our uh, radio station on Live 365. That's www.live365. And look for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And then that's it. Awesome. But every Tuesday night, we'll be going live. I'll let you know when. Yeah, and uh, every Tuesday, we have a new podcast until we go live. And then we go live, and then it becomes a podcast, and you can check it on on rotation. So and on it, iTunes, on www.twintalkcast.com. How come, how come you always say www instead of www? Because I'm a twin, eh? Two W's, they know what I mean. <laughs> so as we promised, we're back. We're back now, and we get, we're going. We have two very special guests. Yeah, we because of uh, month of photography, Los Angeles is upon us. My brother and I, by no means, are going to pretend that we know a whole lot about photography, and nor do we know that much about Mapla. So go to mapla.com and figure all that out. But what we wanted to do is bring you a couple of photographers that we've been blessed to uh, 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 to meet and, and see some of their stuff. And uh, we are, we are going to have Sarah the Duchess Lakin from Lakin Photography. And, and uh, Dory Savino Lawrence from IconicCaptures.com. And, and they're going to be, well, we have. Well, one of them is a fine art photographer, and we'll let her tell you a little bit more about that. The other one is a rocking photographer. She takes pictures, well, probably, uh, uh, you know, pretty well known in the uh, in the rock scene, in the L.A. rock scene. Pretty awesome pictures, too. So, but first we're going to start with the Duchess, who is on the phone with us right now. And uh, hello, Duchess. Can you hear us? Yes, I can. Hello, hello. Greetings. Wow, it sounds like you got us in the bathroom. That's kind of sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you wish. <laughs> First of all, thank you so much for joining us on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We are very honored that somebody of your caliber and talent is with us. Really fantastic. I've been able to peruse some of your photographs. Fantastic. Before you before you you answer, I want to tell the listeners, uh, Sarah has been featured at numerous shows in L.A. Uh, she's internationally published, and uh, she's got some really cool stuff. You got to see her erotic food. Is that what it's called, Sarah? Erotic food? Yeah, well, yeah erotic food photography. It's basically a series mm-hmm. called Aphrodisia, or Forbidden Fruit, and it's an exploration of the... Uh, sexy side of food. I call them por- erotic portraits of food. And that's, it, that's sort of my signature series that I've been you know, ongoingly working on for the last uh, couple of years. Okay, I'm picturing, um, I'm picturing hot apple pie. Uh, much hotter than that. These are much more provocative than, than simply a sexy pie. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, basically what I do is I, I seek out, or they seek me out, um, fruits and vegetables, sometimes seafood, and um, I, I seem to see things that look like, uh, I don't know, body parts, 
Hey, Sarah, so are you walking by, Are you? do you walk by the uh, farmer's market and they strike a pose and then you just break out your camera? Totally. <laughs> well, yeah, so I, I do go to the farmer's markets and other local markets. Um, I do sometimes seek them out and then I'll bring them home to my studio. So you see, uh, so my you, home studio. So you see body you know, parts? I do. I so, see. So, um, so if you run by, if, so if you, so if you run by a polywog, would that make you think of me? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But you know, there are, there might be some vegetables out there. <laughs> <laughs> tell us more about your art, really, really, in seriousness. Tell us more about your art. You know, this this particular series um, seems to to really start a conversation whenever people see the work like oh my god what is that people don't know what it is when they first see it they're all shot on a black background beautifully lit some are color some are black and white mm-hmm. and they really highlight sensuality and erotic nature that food has to do with food and sex wow and you really kind of get that you know you get this conversation going with every person of the as a conversation about food and sex, because that's essentially what life's all about. <laughs> and people have their own perspectives uh, and oohs and ahs or gross me out about it. So I, I'm about it's, base- it's really fun. I think it's about beer and baseball for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, uh, I mean, that, that, that's one thing that I do. I, I shoot other things as well, of course. I shoot commercially. Um, I do a lot of still life, um, architectural, things that don't move, yeah. landscape. I love yeah. the bridge, the one that uh, the is that the Sixth Street Bridge in L.A. that with the. Uh, it is, yes. Uh, um, you guys out of. I'm let me, debuting a piece and a few other uh, landscape sort of L.A. scene photos. I'm, I'm co-curating a show on April 21st in Venice. There's a, a monthly Venice art crawl every third Thursday evening in Venice, California, and uh, it's a bunch of different pop-up galleries, and we have our pop-up gallery at the Canal Club nice. in the back room there, and uh, I've, I've been curating with Jacob Bainstock, uh, with nine fantastic local photographers, all showing their own perspectives of L.A. Every one of so, them carrying various sizes of vegetables. <laughs> I can imagine what no kind of party you're having. In this one. <laughs> no, this... this this, this one won't be so erotic. This will be really about the undercurrents of Los Angeles. Nice. Really cool. Oh, really that, cool. So where is this going to be at now again? The Canal Club. It's on Pacific and Venice, uh, right at the end of Venice Boulevard, um, near Beach. The Canal Club, and it's um, in the back room there called the Cabana Room. So, uh, Sarah. Uh, yes. Tell us about what is fine photography? Fine art photography. Fine art photography. <laughs> Gotta have the word artwork in there, right? Yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. Now, you know, fine art photography is different from commercial or um, event photography or whatever else because you're really creating it first, putting it in a presentation like a frame or somehow presenting your work to the world and saying, look, this is the way I see the world. This is artwork. This is going to enhance your life and tell a story. Whereas... The other way of being a photographer is being hired to shoot something. Okay. You know, okay, I need my catalog done. Can you do it? Or I need a headshot. Oh. Or, you know, I've got this beautiful, you know, building. Can you come and shoot it? Uh, very different approach to photography. This is complete self-expression mm-hmm. when you're a, an artist and you're creating something in the hope that it'll resonate with other people. They'll buy it and put it on their own wall. 
Oh. Well, you know, but there's still art. I mean, it's still art. It, it's still art whether you're shooting a catalog or, or, or whatever, right? I mean, uh, it is. But in the category of fine art photography is when it is already produced piece of work, like a painting, sure. that you're literally putting out there with aesthetic and storytelling value where people are going to, you know, see it, love it. And you know what? You know what, bro? Uh, and listeners, I, I uh, check out her work. We've posted it on Facebook, on our Facebook page, Twin Talks Show. You'll see what she means by fine art prot- uh, photography. She's really good. I'm very lucky to have one of her pieces, which is the Sixth Street Bridge, right? Yeah. And and you there's there's a. Uh, uh, it's, a it's actually the L. I call it the L.A. River because I'm in the basin of the river shooting wow. up. But oh, wow. it is such a cool shot. It is. And, you know, there's, there's a, uh, a piece of uh, graffiti in the photo that's no longer there. Is that so? Yep. Yes. Yep. Now, be, be, because our photography does that. You'll capture a time and a moment to, you know, tell a story that, that might never exist again. You know, before we let you go, thanks so much for being with us. I, you know... Uh, I'm a bit of an artist myself. I've painted for many years, and I realize that when I'm hey driving, man, that bundle job you did has nothing to do with art, I say. Shit. Anyways, I realize when I'm driving or, or just walking or whatever, I see nothing but colors everywhere. It's like it just drives me nuts. Is that the same thing with you? Like, do you have to force yourself to keep the camera down sometimes? I do. I have my cameras with me everywhere I go. I've got my iPhone camera. I've got my Nikon. I've got my Canon. Everywhere I go, I've got a camera with me. I'm like a little Japanese tourist. Sarah. <laughs> because everything is worth capturing. There's so much beauty in the world. Fantastic. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. You know what? So the, the, uh, the, the show that you're curating at the end of the month is in honor of Mopla. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. The Month of Photography LA is a fantastic experience in Los Angeles. And for those of you who maybe are new to Los Angeles, definitely check out the Mopla site. Um, you'll see that there are exhibits going all over town all month long, all having to do with photography and, and top, top notch photography. And everybody, friend, uh, um, Sarah. <laughs> 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 Friend, LakeInPhotography.com. <laughs> She's. Uh, I'm sorry. The, the website is actually LakeInPhoto.com. So okay. go to www.LakeInPhoto.com, or you can find me on Facebook. Um, look for Sarah with a C, C E R R A E H, and Lakin L A Y K I N. So you'll, you'll find me on Facebook too. Everybody friend her because she's she's uh, in the circle. She's got great stuff, and she knows a lot of people who do who have a lot of great stuff as well. Thanks for being on our thank show. You, thank, thank, thank you very you much. Thank you so much, guys. Okay, bye bye. Thank you. Twenty first. Awesome. We'll see you then. We'll Bye-bye. see you. Take care. Bye. And that was it, man. Sarah Lakin, the Duchess. Well, that's awesome. Oh, dude, you, you, you know I'm moving, right? I'm moving. Uh-huh. I haven't put that piece up. When you see it, you're going to dig it. You know what? I know the bridge. I've been there many, many times, and I shoot stuff, too. For, I got to show some uh-huh. stuff, but I shoot video. Um, but I understand that the whole photography is thing. And uh, as we promised, ladies and gentlemen, with us in front of us, sitting in Theo Luis's garage, along with Jose and Angel, Miss Dory Savino Lawrence. Yeah. Hi, guys. Awesome. Hi. I, listen, before, hello, uh, Dory. I just want to say to our listeners, okay, um, uh, Dory has, uh, has taken photos of notables like Nikki Six, uh, slash, uh, she's well known on the Sunset Strip. And it was, it seriously, uh, when I was joking earlier, it was serious. When she comes into a club, people, the rockers want to look their best because she makes them look 
Awesome. So, and she and it's well. Listen, it's, it's, she's been sitting here waiting to say something. Uh, Dory, it's great to have you. Welcome, Dory. Oh, thank you guys so much for having me. It's so nice to share the same air with you again. Uh, it's been a long time. It is, yeah, indeed. That's Such really a cool. pleasure. So, you know, so excuse the muggy air in Tio Luis's garage. I know. Oh, hey, I'm loving it. <laughs> Thanks for warming up the John Deere seat for me. <laughs> God, I know you love me now. Yeah, it's kind of, wait till we turn it on, baby. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> So, I'm going to be late, honey. I'm going to be late. <laughs> so let's talk about that. You know, um, uh, the Duchess, Sarah Lakin, was talking about capturing a moment, and I saw you reacting to oh, that. absolutely. Tell, tell us about that. First of all, her work is amazing. Mm-hmm. I've seen her site. It's absolutely amazing. Um, that moment in time, mm-hmm. like you said, uh, mm-hmm. the fact that you have that picture and the graffiti's gone, mm-hmm. that'll never be recaptured again. Mm-hmm. Part of the what I do is, even though somebody may do a gig over weekly, Mm-hmm. I'm still capturing a moment that you may never see again. Mm-hmm. Believe me, I've seen some moments. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen some moments. And let's let our <laughs> listeners know, uh, Dory uh, uh, is pretty much the rock and roll photographer. She is uh, the insider. And, and, in and the, the rock and roll scene on the Sunset Strip. Sunset Strip and all over Southern California. www.iconiccaptures.com. And that's why she's talking about that. And you mentioned that. And it's funny because um, I remember <laughs> I saw a photograph and that, that you made. Uh, a fitting photograph. Of I think the band was Zizix, mm-hmm. and there was a moment where the guy just kind of jumped up John in the Bob air. John yes. And you captured, airborne. He was airborne, and you got that split second because mm-hmm. he could have been going up or he could have been going down, but it looked like he just froze him in time. And I got the drummer underneath him. Yeah. Was, <laughs> that was my thing. I got a two. I got to see that one. <laughs> I got, I got a two. Perfect. I saw that when it, when you first when you first uh, uh, posted it. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing photograph. Yeah, pretty tell, awesome photo. Tell us about that. I mean, how does it feel when you? catch those moments because there's those moments like the, like an inanimate object like sure. a bridge sure. with graffiti mm-hmm. but then those are these fleeting moments oh, that's what I love about this mm-hmm. photography um, number one if you see the shot when you're doing what I do if you see the shot you didn't get it I, ah. I, I saw him come across <laughs> that stage and I just clicked I never saw him go in the air oh. I just hoped and I hoped uh-huh. and I screamed when I got in the car because I said huh. <laughs> on the way home I'm looking through my camera oh yeah oh no oh Yes, I got it. I got awesome. it. It was amazing. That was my first real, well, I don't know about real money shot, but when I saw that, I knew. I knew. Especially because I didn't see it when I took it. Uh-huh. I could tell about my money shots, but it's a <laughs> it's a family show. It's it's a depreciating as we speak. <laughs> so, uh, uh, as, a, as a photographer, I don't know if it's the right way to say it, the action photographer, the rock photographer, uh, uh, you know, when you're capturing these moments for these rock stars, um, what is it? Because I think that, like I, like I say again, I'll say it again, they like to have you wrong because you capture those moments. Um, what do you think uh, they kind of like? Uh, what do they take away from it? Yeah, there you go. Like We don't usually finish each other's sentences. That's what I'm trying to, I was, yeah, go for it. Bro. What do you think they take from those photographs? Um, one of the things that I have been told, and this is quite the compliment, it's very humbling, is that there's a certain quality to my eye where they, I've been told that I actually borrow a piece of their soul for a minute. That's mm. fantastic. A piece mm. of their soul. Wow. There's something, and I'm not looking for it, it's a feeling, it's an intuitive feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually walk away from a gig never hearing a note. I'm mm. feeling it. I, don't, I can't tell you what the songs were, mm. right. but I can feel it in their movements. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a little unnerving for some musicians every now and again. Mm-hmm. I'll get that. And, you know, a little piece of the, I'm just borrowing it. <laughs> I'm just borrowing your soul just for a minute. Um, 
Well, that's that's I've seen your photos, and um, I've also been at some of the gigs where you've yes, been, yes. and it's amazing what you come away with because you're there with we're there we're enjoying the the, the party or the show and we're having fun and a drink. I'm and, so glad because you know after the second drink I don't remember the rest of the night anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so you know I mean I, I, what I think about is I, I forgot the guy's name from Rolling Stone that kid who. They made a movie about That's him. That's right. It's famous for famous, whatever his he name toured. is. Yeah, he was a young kid who know. just started. Yeah. Cheech and Chong? Just came out of <laughs> college and he toured with they all did. these bands in the early days of the Rock and, mm -hmm. uh, Rolling Stone magazine and he became mm -hmm. huge. And that story. That's what you're saying. Yeah. yeah I think I think I agree with you. I think uh, you're etching your your uh, mark in on the strip. I'd like to think so. I'd like to, but it's also less about me. Mm -hmm. This is something I feel called to do. Mm -hmm. This is absolutely something I feel called to do. My son's now joined me. Wow! Hey, Mike. Uh, hey, Mike. What's up, Mike? He's my Mike. So tell us, how did you? How did you get started on, on uh, in doing this? Oh, nutshell version. Um, turned well. I have a mentor that um, I loved his work. Uh, Greg Lucky Lucker mm -hmm. of uh, the up, Rock Greg? Image. Yeah, what's up, babe? Um, of the rockimage.com and uh, went to school with him. We had a lot of things in common, wow. you know, heavy metal photography, you know, working mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. And I saw his work and thought I would give anything. And wow. there's no way I ever could in my mind. Mm -hmm. About a year later, I uh, turned my camera on a, a friend, uh, Nick Sherwin of Suburban Skies and his, obviously his band, Suburban Scra Skies. And just took a few shots. Actually, it was more like 250 shots. And, <laughs> but uh, only got a few good ones. But everybody else was taking, it was kind of like a reunion. Everybody else was taking pictures of each other. And right. I thought I would love to see if I could even try to do what right. Lucky does. Mm -hmm. and, uh, came away with a really neat album. That was a little over a year ago. Wow. Mm. And uh, Nick asked me to come out to the Viper Room uh, the, the following month in February of last year. And uh, shoot the band again. I'd never been on the strip. Scared uh -huh. to death of it. <laughs> I'm an OC girl. No, I'm, I'm an OC housewife. Me. She's a OC housewife. And uh, I've yeah. got three grown children and a grandchild. Me come out to the Viper mm -hmm. Room, really. Wow. It's the last time I ever shot in stilettos, let me tell you. Never do that again. Never do that again. And now you're hardly in the OC, huh? Oi, oi. Um, she's going to open up the, the, the West Hollywood Bureau. There we go. There we go. But I loved it. Uh -huh. I loved it. Now it's a home away from home. And, you know, in, in warming up for Suburban uh -huh. Skies, I shot the band before them and then the band after, kind of uh -huh. the adrenaline, uh -huh. the uh -huh. adrenaline. And then they would see my, my posts on Facebook, uh -huh. which I finally had to have my own um, Facebook page. Awesome. I kind of captures photography. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And uh, then I just kept getting asked out and uh -huh. improving my skills. Uh -huh. when, did you when did you realize, wow, I really, I really got something here? It was actually finally shooting the band I've been waiting for a year to shoot, um, Run, Double Run. Yeah. Oh. Um, I shot, um, got a brand new camera. Finally, my husband said, we got to do something with this. Uh -huh. Were you um, using before the Kodak point and shoot? No. Actually, I still need to own one of those. Those <laughs> carry in my purse. Nothing wrong with those. I don't even hey, I got a Polaroid uh, in my oh, Pinto. Yeah, hey, it works. <laughs> you know, my camera's out in my car. What can I say? Carry it with me. Um, I went to the Viper Room first time I opened up the I have a Canon 5D Mark II mm -hmm. and shot my beloved Run Devil Run mm -hmm. and there was a shot of Jackie um, that mm -hmm. I ended up uh, actually entering into the Orange County Fair wow and it was uh, didn't want anything but because um, it, it was just, LA that's it, right <laughs> that's right they just don't they don't know they huh? just they don't, don't get should it should have put it in the LA County Fair <laughs> should have <laughs> would have could have should have but it 
made me cry. It took my breath away. Uh-huh. And there were a few more, few more that uh-huh. I took specifically of him and uh, the, re- the rest of my, uh, uh-huh. my and, guys. Uh, and incidentally, for everyone that's been listening to our show today, our musical break was uh, 11 of 38. Yes. You've taken yes. some great I photos have. of I them have. as well. Yes. Hi, guys. I love it. <laughs> I, I love these guys. And they've, they're my family. You know, the census trip is really a community you of know support what? and family. It is. It is. I am, I am glad you brought that up. And what's really interesting, I, uh, on your Facebook page, to lift up, celebrate, and promote musicians of all genres through the lens of a camera. Mm-hmm. Expo- Absolutely. Yeah, expound on that. Um, for me, um, again, I, this feels like a calling. And it's about doing service, but it's also about my passion. And it's the way that I give back. Mm -hmm. It's also a way to promote and support these musicians who are trying so hard Mm -hmm. to do what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, when every time they get on stage, Mm -hmm. it's like giving birth, Mm -hmm. you know, without the mess. Sometimes I've seen mess. (laughs) (laughs) And they don't got like roadies and stuff like that. They, they, they do, you know, they rehearse, they carry their equipment. Blood, sweat and tears. Yeah. And, uh. Um, so they get up there and it's my way of celebrating them and in doing so I, I get to practice my craft mm-hmm. I get to meet these people I get a lot of hugs that's mm-hmm. where that's my specialty mm-hmm. actually and uh, <laughs> yeah. I have met people and, and, and again I specifically run Devil Run who has done in my mind more for me mm-hmm. than I ever could have done for them mm-hmm. you know in, in lifting me up and supporting me and giving me opportunities right on Jackie uh, uh, Jeremy Dave and Domo, Domo. Put your, <laughs> hey put your shirt on Holmes <laughs> no it's a better shot without <laughs> so what you know I was telling uh, uh the uh, the Duchess Lake and that uh, you know when I drive around I see colors I see shapes mm-hmm. and compositions is that the same thing for you? Oh, absolutely. Uh, even does yesterday, it, drive you nuts? It, it does. I was I went to a mud run yesterday with my kids, mm-hmm. uh, just a, a real fun mud run, you know. And they had live music off to my left, <laughs> and I am standing there and I itch, and I've got my camera in my hands, but I'm supposed to be shooting my kids right. who are sledging through mud, filled. They got mud in their ears and places we won't mention. <laughs> And all I hear is the music. And it was uh, really, you know, I, I restrained uh, and got some great <laughs> shots of my kids. But it was pretty fabulous. Awesome. What do you say to people, though? You know, so many people really frustrate over a camera just to take photographs. Just mm-hmm. Joe Schmoes. And um, and they, take, they, they look at the pictures and they're like, oh, it's not what they wanted to capture. What do you say? I, I, number one, I under, I'm, first thing I'm going to say is I understand, uh-huh. especially if they're doing what I do, even with the point and shoots, mm-hmm. um, which you're not going to get the action. Number one, when you walk into a venue like I do, you you have no control over lighting, mm. the performance, mm-hmm. or the crowd, mm-hmm. believe me. The only thing I have control over is uh, my exposure. Mm-hmm. That's it. And mm. sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I expose myself too. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> you gotta let gonna, me know. Let me know. I've got a telephoto. Come on. I was gonna ask. No, you Stand need the right wide angle lens, baby. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Got that too. Got that too. Uh, but there ask. are amazing photographers on Sunset Strip that I'm learning from, that uh-huh. have mentored me, that have indeed yeah. shared with me. Uh-huh. But you know, you you are an amazing photographer. For, oh, thank you. Uh, you. You're so humble about it. But you know, I see your work, and you're fantastic, and you know the 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 west hollywood west hollywood the sunset strip which is in west mm-hmm. hollywood community mm-hmm. is reacting i see posts and people just giving you love because of that and that's fantastic i mean you you take a piece of their soul obviously but there you're giving them something back for sure that's what the uh, indians used to say 
What are you What's doing? That? What are you taking a picture? Borrowing the song. Uh, no, I'm trying to. I'm what trying... is that? <laughs> uh, that's not gonna work. <laughs> right, hold on, give it a shot. What are you doing? This is this is off the cuff, you guys. So you know, I worked so hard to get this technology working. <laughs> my brother's janking it again. Hold on, okay. Is that Run Devil Run? Yeah. Oh. That's a flop, you guys. <laughs> Back to Dory. You know, one more thing before we because we, we have to go. Um, uh, what 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 do you say? What do you say to those rockers? And those people that you're that there may be times you're out there that they don't know who the heck you are. Does she have a, pre, a photography press pass, or what is she doing in my face? What is she? She's behind the drummer. What's who's this chick? Like you know, is there, if there's anything you want to espouse to them, what is it? Oh my gosh, you know, I never get the what is she doing in my face. It's more like, come here, girl. Yeah. <laughs> if I have a camera, everybody moves to one side. Yeah. That's great. It's it's fabulous. It's really teamwork. As soon uh, as I walk in, it's teamwork. That's it's fabulous. absolute teamwork. Um, I've been given the gift of many um, photo passes, which mm-hmm. gives me better access in some of the venues, mm-hmm. and I'm really grateful for that. Uh-huh. Wow. Um, but usually, if I you get a camera in a venue. Again, every musician goes right to that yeah. that lens, and they know who Jeannie, Jeannie Sanchez is. They know who Eric Voke is. They know who Adriana Torres is, and they know who Dory Savino Lawrence <laughs> is too. I must say. Thank you. So, before you go, where are you going next? Where what, where is this going to take you? Where do you uh, want to go with this? Um, to the stars. Um, wherever I'm guided. Um, Sunset Strip Music Festival is coming up in August. I highly recommend. Mm-hmm. If you haven't been go mm-hmm. and we also for the second year in which a row which you photo you have some uh, great photos from that last uh, from last year yeah. yes yeah. I was given the gift of a, of a media pass uh-huh. from Jackie Joyride and the guys around Devil Run awesome it was an unforeseen wonderful gift uh-huh. and that's where a lot of those photographs uh-huh. came from and uh-huh. I had a ball and then also they have a photography exhibit that will be fabulous they're going to expand that this year awesome but the music is, is just incredible yes um, I, was there too. I, was I want our listeners to know a little bit more of what I uh, uh, about you that I that I perceive about you, and I and I think not only are your pictures amazing that that's why rockers come, you know, and get in front of your lens, but you have a spirit of giving, and I think I, I, I think that that is has set in in motion and keeps you just kind of flowing. And uh, good begets uh, good, baby. Thank you for that, Dory. And uh, um, keep up the good work. And thanks for thank being on. That's rock and roll. Thank you so much for having me. And I can say the same about you guys. That's why we are family. Yay. Yay. So everybody, www.iconiccaptures.com. Dory Savino Lawrence. That's our rock and roll photographer. Okay. And hold on, we're getting rated. <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> Dory Savino Lawrence, thank you so much for being on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And we're going to be right back with Angel's Chill Lounge. Tuesday is Twinsday. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel at 7 p.m. Kick back. And listen.
Love is not an object. It cannot be made, mistreated, or even taken for granted. Love is not a possession. It cannot be given or taken, gained or even lost. Love cannot be measured. It does not take accounts and is subject to none. And feelings can be misinterpreted and are ever-changing. Love is not limited to relationships. It does not rely on an act, but can manifest into one. It is independent of you, but you are evidence of it. Love is not a place, so you cannot fall in love. Love simply is. Now that we have gotten that all cleared up, be love. Chill. One love. And that's my brother's Chill Lounge, another edition of the Chill Lounge with Angel. Thank you once again for joining us on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We are honored that you guys keep tuning in for another edition of Twin Talk. And make sure that you go to www.lakenphotograph.com, www.iconiccaptures.com. Check out our photographers. And go to www.twintalkcast.com. Check us out. And you can go to iTunes and search Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And follow us on Facebook and on Twitter and all that good stuff. Yes. Remember, April 23rd in the, at the Pasadena Rose Bowl, we are going to be there for the Autism Walks Los Angeles event. There will be 20,000 people there chilling with the twins. Don't touch that, bro. <laughs> Don't touch my junk. <laughs> We're going to have Lisa Marie Burnside from 50 and 50, the runner with a cause. She's going to call in next week and give us an update. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Shoo!